Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I rewatch, review, and relive the staples of our childhood. I'm your host, Jeremy, and with me today is my older brother, Jonathan. Welcome back to the show, Jonathan. Quack, quack, everybody. It's good to be back here on the show. And you said this was episode 66, right? I didn't say what episode it was, but now I will say that it's episode 66. It's episode 66. Yeah. And you know, there's, as the good book says, there's 66 books in the good book. Ooh, there are. I don't know if their version of the good book has all, uh, I think there's only five. Oh yeah, the good book is a lot shorter. In their version of the good book? We, (laughs) our version of the good book has 66. Anyways. And this week we are covering the 1971 film Fiddler on the Roof. And with us today to discuss that is Tevya himself, Andrew Chambers. Topol. Hey, Andrew. Everyone. <laughs> now, if you're confused by that, um, we did not have the actual actor Topol to play uh, to be on our podcast today. But uh, if you've noticed that we haven't really posted in two months. That's because I've been busy, and I decided to join a musical, and I auditioned, and I got one of the bigger parts, and I surprised myself, because that's like, I've never done anything like that before, Um, and I made some friends along the way, and one of those friends would be Andrew Chambers. Hey, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I didn't say, I I did, the, the show that I was doing was... Fiddler on the Roof, which is why we're covering this movie today. But this is a big staple of my childhood. I don't know if it is about yours, Andrew, but uh, no, I, I watch I, this all the time. Yeah, I, I had never seen it before until I got cast in the, really? in the musical. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. So you have no childhood memories with this? No. Ch- uh, okay. So <laughs> not of the movie. However, on my very first ipod shuffle oh no (laughs) that i got in like middle school um my uncle was the one that uh was the one that loaded my ipod with with music and one of the songs was to life from the (laughs) (laughs) from the uh the movie uh soundtrack so i i used to rock out to that song all the time before i even knew (laughs) What an what interesting song to have on your iPod shuffle over all yeah. the songs. Yeah, yeah, I only had like 99 songs because back yeah. in the day they were what, like maybe a gig or whatever or yeah. less than that. So Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so when you had that song, you knew what it was from though? Like at the time? No. Or was it just some random it song? It was just that was a on random there? song on my iPod <laughs> shuffle. Wow. So, yeah. So when I, we were when we were rehearsing that on stage you were like hmm this song sounds familiar yeah exactly i was like dude i've heard this song before <laughs> wow well um, so jeremy i don't think you explained did you did you say what role he had in the in the play so i said that's how i introduced him he played okay. tevya who is the father of this movie uh main character lead role yeah a so lot of i'm really lines. glad we got to book you today yeah no my you're a busy man schedule is very busy with all of my touring that i do <laughs> with franklin simpson <laughs> community arts council yeah yeah i was gonna ask what other what other productions have you been in is it was that like your first one or no you've you've been doing oh this no 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 um my very first show was in seventh grade it was mm-hmm. 
Once on This Island Jr. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. And then um, the first show I did for uh, for the Arts Council was that summer after I did my first musical. And I was Oliver Twist and Oliver. Oh, Cole. yeah. Yeah. So then after that, Oliver it was... Twist. Yeah, every school year I did a show. And then every summer I would do a show until I was like 19 years old and then yeah um so this was my first ever role uh every show that i've been in i mean i was the lead role in the polar express christmas play uh in eighth grade uh so we'll see which role is better than that but i don't know uh (laughs) no i i really did have a good time and this was actually the first uh musical that i had ever seen live Oh. And I saw it in fourth grade. Uh, we went to this private school called Florida College Academy. And then it's a subsidiary, I guess, of Florida College, which is the school where like me and Kyle and Jamie and Stu all went to. Okay. Um, me and Jonathan actually grew up in Tampa. Yeah. Um, so that's where we grew up around that school. So um, our mom taught or our mom was the librarian at that school. So, um, so their productions would happen every year and then they would let all the middle schoolers and elementary kids go um, walk down the sidewalk just to go to the college to see like a matinee of the show. And one of the girls in my class was actually in it. And we were like, Whoa, she's famous. Uh, (laughs) And it was, it was really cool. And I never like been experienced. I've never, I never really experienced live theater before. And that just like sort of lit a fire, a small fire, just because I didn't know what theater was. So I was just like, oh, Fiddler on the Roof is cool. It's just, it's its own thing. Um, so I quickly became obsessed with that movie after that. Oh, really? Yeah, you did. What, what grade were you in, Jeremy, when, when you saw that? I think I was in fourth grade. Fourth grade. Because yeah. I don't so... remember seeing that one, but I may have... I you may have been in high school at that point. So maybe I You were in ninth grade. Ninth grade. Yeah. I just don't remember seeing that one. But I remember after you watched it, you were like, I love this show. Right. And you got the movie from the library, I guess. We borrowed mm-hmm. it. And I just remember you like rewatching it a ton from the library. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a fantastic show. And like after seeing the movie, I was well, no, I mean, I read through the script before I saw the movie, but uh, I was really um, intrigued by how many like emotions you go through in that that show as like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, as an audience member watching the movie. Um, it was, I mean, it's it was one intense. of the saddest shows and one of the funniest shows that I've ever seen. It's all it's got a combination of everything. Um, it really does. I did become obsessed and I did get made fun of a lot for liking this show. And I, I was when like you were younger. Yeah. When I was younger and I watched the movie all the time and I thought Tevye had the funniest voice. So I would try and <laughs> mimic him and sing tradition in like, uh, if I were a rich man. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the, when you say Tevye had the funniest voice, are you talking about the, Whatever the movie kid version. was okay. Whatever yeah, no, kid no, was no. doing it in high school no, yeah. or whatever. No, it was <laughs> no the movie version. Uh, 
yeah the his voice in that movie is very intimidating as uh as someone trying to also portray oh, sure. <laughs> the, that same character because like i mean i i ca- i cannot get that that kind of vocal quality that he had that like timbre that yeah he's so my voice is much higher <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think anybody could ever match that yeah and what he was 30 he was like 33 yeah. or something like that and he like had this voice of someone who was wise uh, wise yeah. above his years yeah i didn't realize how young he was i, I was reading about it before earlier yeah, today yeah, yeah. and it's like oh they like aged him up put a bunch of makeup on him and added and a bunch of weight a great job aging him up too like because he yeah. does he does look like a 50 or 60 year old man in that mm-hmm. that's without cgi yeah but i mean <laughs> what like everyone that <laughs> everyone looked older younger like 40 years ago <laughs> that's yeah, true because right, yeah. everybody dresses like their parents and those parents were old makes sense yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had never really been a part of it before, but Jamie, uh, one of my cousins, she randomly came up to me on a Wednesday night at church and she was like, Hey, I auditioned for Fiddler on the Roof in Franklin and they had three 16 year old boys audition my day (laughs) and that was it. (laughs) So do you want to do it? I was like, I will do it if Kyle does it. (laughs) So. I, I had already decided I wanted to try something brand new, have a new creative outlet, something therapeutic even, uh, and it just worked out perfectly. So I got the role of model at first, <laughs> uh, and then apparently Artevia like backed out after like the second day, and so you were cast as my role. Perchick. Yeah, I was. I was originally Perchick, and honestly, I was. I was more scared to do Perchick than I was to do Tevye. Really? Yeah, because, like, you know, I'm a a huskier fella, and, like, (laughs) I I don't look old enough to be Tevye, but at the same time, I'm aging maybe not so gracefully with maybe my receding hair and things hey, like you that. still had to put you still had to put the white paint in your beard so i did no no i did <laughs> but like i could i couldn't pull off that like collegiate the radical trust mm-hmm. but well thanks for implying that i i put that oh, off yeah. but <laughs> you you look you look far younger than i do. <laughs> i i felt the same way about being model because that's just not me and yeah, I'm not yeah. like the scrawny tailor at all. So I felt right. like that was not me. No, uh, it it worked out. Yeah. I think, I think amazingly because the guy who did yeah, who was Ryan? model, he he was he should have been cast as model originally just because yeah. his uh He did such a great job. I, I think it's perfect <laughs> for it. I think uh like most I guess most theaters shows kinda like fall apart at one point and then it builds back up that's just and i feel like we had a stressful time for a little bit pulling the show together <laughs> yeah uh, but then it started to like shape up and then we were like okay this is actually gonna happen um and then honestly i didn't think it was gonna happen until what, like, <laughs> the day before the first show yeah <laughs> we <laughs> 
when we didn't on... even like get through the final act or whatever oh, <laughs> the gosh. wednesday that wednesday night i was like okay we, we might have a show now and then we had a show we had three shows friday saturday and sunday july 22nd through the 24th of 2022 be there or you weren't <laughs> square I, I saw the show on saturday night which which show do you uh, think went the best sunday was sunday okay. went the best Sunday, I, I thought Sunday went the best. Saturday was the best audience. <laughs> yeah, it was. Saturday was the best experience for me. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, they laughed at more jokes. They they were yeah, definitely yeah. way more involved as an audience. But yeah, personally, I thought our best performance was Sunday. Yeah. Although I did pass out, kind of. Yeah. In, in, on the I, Saturday I didn't, show. I didn't want to bring that up. No, it's, it's <laughs> like, a funny story. You, it's funny. You didn't uh, even make it through the first act. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that was a crazy story. I was, was that Saturday? That was Saturday, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can get into that a little bit later. Do you want to I'll save that for when we get to that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess we should go through the movie, but before we start, we want to go ahead and say today's episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. Try the new flavors, Mango Chainsaw, uh, Killing Lime, and Berry. What, which one do you have, Jonathan? Uh, mine is cleverly called Bury It Alive. Bury It Alive. B-E-R-R-Y. Wow. It alive. Um, this is a prank on on Andrew because we are definitely not sponsored. No, okay. we're trying all. to intimidate them, dude. I was gonna be like, honestly though, the I I love Liquid Death, the just the regular water. I'm not, yeah. I hadn't tried the new one. Sparkling, like oh, you don't. You're not a sparkling water guy. I'm not a sparkling water guy. <laughs> if I want to sparkle, I'm gonna drink Ooh. soda, which is bad for me. But good point. Wait, <laughs> these are hold up. These are really sweet. Yeah, no, the mango is actually pretty good. Weird. I've had the mango. This feels like soda to me. This has some sugar in it or agave. I mean, hopefully Liquid Death That's does nice. hear this, though, because uh, you guys are really pumping them up. <laughs> hey, Liquid Death, <laughs> we're not sponsored, but if you want to sponsor us, we do have under 100 listeners a week. So, <laughs> And we'll definitely like shout you out when we do an episode once every three months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're looking for that kind of for sure advertising, hit us up. Yeah, Jeremy, how does this movie start? This starts out with well, why would I start it? I'm, I don't show up to like scene six, so why don't we have Andrew start it? Oh, I, I believe the movie. Can you remember? <laughs> can you remember your first line? Oh, that's not how the movie starts out. What well, doesn't? It? The movie starts out with what? Like, I think it is. It starts out with a John Williams, like yeah, opening number because john williams did the the music for the movie not not yeah. of course for the mm-hmm. actual show which super surprised me when i found that out i was like yeah. wow he's but, just everywhere this is like his first thing one mm-hmm. of his first things that actually took some but yeah it's, some awards. it's like it's like dusk and you know, I'm saying this. I could be completely wrong, to be honest. But <laughs> the way I remember the beginning of the movie is there's a fiddler on the roof playing at like yeah. dusk and the opening. Uh, uh, I think the, it's a sunset. Is yeah, the right term? Sunset. Yeah, it's sunset. But uh, yeah, the the fiddler is on the roof playing 
and uh, yeah, they don't make they don't make intros like that anymore. No, that's a good like opening credit scene. Uh, but then it goes straight into um, what I was saying. A fiddler the... on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> a fiddler on the roof. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the accent. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> can Can I ask you guys a question about the fiddler? In the movie, or in in the movie, or maybe in the play? Maybe there's some. some oh, just like the character, not not. Yeah. Yeah. The person. Okay. So what do you think that the fiddler is just in Tevya's mind? Yeah, that was the question I thought you were going to ask. Or is that, or is it like an actual literal person? I don't no. know if that's something that is up for debate, or if it's something explained in the musical or anything like I don't, that. I don't know what the scholarly answer is, but I 100% believe that the fiddler is just like a physical representation of Tevya's journey and Anna yeah. Tevka and... Mm-hmm and the culture and um tradition tradition that he he embodies all of that and that's why like i mean it's more clear at like the end whenever fiddler i guess comes with i don't i don't know if that's the same in the movie but yeah 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 where the fiddler comes comes with with him him. yeah yeah it's just like it those memories that that uh all those experiences and stuff, his faith, all of that is coming with him yeah. whenever he he leaves. Or and he's there at like you know some of Tevia's hardest moments, like when he finds out about the pogrom and yeah, and when he's drunk. Yeah, <laughs> which like I guess in our show that line was maybe blurred a little bit more because. He was, well, I wouldn't even say, I don't know if anyone interacts with him. Because in the movie, does, um, is the Fiddler like in any scenes with Tevya and other people? Or is it always like, I don't think like, so. Just, it's I think always it's just a one-on-one on one interaction, yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't in the background of To Life, at least in, in the show, or our show. He right, was. right. Mm-hmm. But, I don't think, um, but we just ignored him. Yeah, yeah. Which was great great well you just needed people to fill it in (laughs) come on in here (laughs) also one thing that i didn't realize uh it it was an accident and i noticed it way too late but like during that scene where you and uh ben were singing the first part of to life you know like you say what do i say or something what do i think what do i we our table froze so me Stu, and jacob we all froze like okay. we're supposed to, but the Russians were kept. They kept going. Well, the Russians kind of did their own thing. For, yeah, I mean, fantastic job by them. Oh, you yeah. know, uh, but I mean, half of them were kind of thrown in just for meat on the stage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then they made but, him sing. Yeah, but. I mean, they did a great job, and uh, talking about Kyle, like... Dude, Kyle Kyle stepped up. up. Came in clutch. should have been cast from the beginning in that role. Did fantastic. I I was so proud of him, but... (laughs) But to be clear, Kyle played 
Fiedka, and the rabbi. But he was originally cast as the rabbi. Did fantastic um, in both roles, but yes. his Fiedka was was amazing. Excellent. Yeah. And Fiedka is one of the sons that, well, one of the He's not men, my son. I've he's not your to, son. <laughs> I refuse to consider him part of my family. But. <laughs> so Tevye has three daughters. Seidel. Five daughters. What, five daughters. Oh, yeah. Three, three important daughters. Five. <laughs> Uh, That's what right. Is that word? Uh, I, have I have five four. pleasant daughters. Pleasant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I don't remember any yeah. of the lines. No, it's, it's <laughs> fine. Um, so Tevya has five daughters, and three of them get married in the show. Um, they find they're not so traditional suitors. Um, the most traditional probably would be model. I don't know. Even well, though he I mean, wasn't like was financially stable, and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, good age gaps right here. Uh, yeah, great. So i I think it's pretty safe to say that in the show and in real life, I was probably the favorite son, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Fa- yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's. I mean, Tevia straight up says like, "I like this guy." Yeah. And I think you'll carry on a I, conversation with me. Yeah, he in the show. He is definitely the best son. Um, not to even though like I go to inflate. Even your though ego I literally go to jail. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Uh, but you you go to jail because you believe in something and you're fighting for yeah. that thing, and that's admirable, I guess, depending on <laughs> what it is you believe in. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, (laughs) asterisk there (laughs) i don't (laughs) yeah uh given like recent history i'm gonna back that comment off a little bit (laughs) yeah um so but yeah perchick uh he's intelligent he uh a little weird the that interaction that you have with (laughs) hodl when you're like proposing uh now you're quoted that uh was the lines for that are so strange yeah yeah yeah. it's like i can't outright ask her to marry me i have to like make it into a lesson because i'm a teacher yeah and it's what like oh this makes makes me very happy or whatever (laughs) that line was weird i'll say that and I'm happy, Huddle. Very happy. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching whenever I was going to be Perchick. Yeah. I was watching people do that scene on YouTube. And most of them yeah. were like, you know, high school kids or whatever. And every single one of them was so awkward. And I don't know if <laughs> That's there's what a... I was striving not to be. Yeah, it's show. like George Lucas levels of just bad <laughs> love dialogue <laughs> yes yeah you see the relationship between a man and a woman is based off of mutual beliefs they sort of i don't know unity and a solidarity yeah and it's affection. hard to remember the lines yeah man. i always that's like i always said we need to come back six months later and it'll be and like do the whole thing Run the show. It's such a and mess. It, it would be the worst, but it'd be so funny. Yeah. 
I mean, the songs would probably still be okay. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we ran uh, since I mean we started talking about tradition, so I guess we can go back to tradition. Yeah. We ran tradition like five hundred times. Yeah, we did. That was like our our comfort blanket. Da-da-da-da. That's what I noticed. <laughs> when like, things weren't going well, we were like, "Let's do like, tradition and we'll let's end run it on tradition." A good yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, I think tradition turned out pretty okay. Yeah. So. I thought it was. I, yeah, I was going to say, you're in the audience. How I was, was in the it? audience. I, I enjoyed it. I Just hearing Jeremy's stories about the show of all the rehearsals and stuff, I was like, okay, we'll see how this goes, you know? Yeah, we And could... the final product was, I was, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it, for like from the very beginning, I guess because that's the one you practice the most, but it just seemed like, okay, you guys are on it. And yeah, it, it at least started out really well, so. Right. Yeah, I, I think I can understand um maybe the point of that a little bit better just with like i guess starting off strong it it does build your confidence up for the rest of the Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. like because i would walk off the stage like the the opening night thought tradition went really well and i remember coming off the stage like feeling pumped and like ready for the show Mm -hmm. so i i feel like that's a critical one too like a critical song to just nail you got to get it right because yeah. i mean for me seeing the movie one time before this uh that's like the one song i remember yeah and like with yeah. you know would like quote <laughs> gotta show them the hits <clears throat> uh best part of that song in the movie in my opinion is uh laser wolf uh in the butcher shop just like cutting the meat and just like yeah. smiling like this giant smile yeah. looking at Zydel. and it's so weird and like first time i watched it i i didn't really make the connection that oh that's laser wolf right but, like yeah. going back to it after like um knowing the show better i was like that's just so weird because <laughs> he's he's just this like what 60 70 year old man creeping on this like yeah. 18 to 19 year old girl it's so that. yeah it's so so strange so speaking of laser wolf's face in the movie not not necessarily ben <laughs> but there's a scene where like the like, freeze part? pause the face he made reminded me of the possum from fantastic <laughs> mr fox oh my goodness it cracked us up yeah that that pause like (laughs) right before to life right whenever uh tevye is doing the like what do i think what do i think line uh yeah it was it's so weird and like (laughs) i'm glad they chose that that reaction uh in the movie because it is like a moment of like comedy in itself yeah i i would say like freezing on stage always sounded super fun but it's one of the hardest things an actor can do because here you are like spitting in my face yelling at me and i'm like (laughs) oh my goodness i can't laugh i'm gonna crack up right now i'm really looking forward to cracking up and i couldn't (laughs) i might have actually laughed when I wasn't supposed to, <laughs> one of the performances for something. I, I know, I know I laughed. Um, oh, what's that song called? <laughs> the Dream? 
No, 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 no. Because uh, we were messing. I did. With I, I did laugh during the dream. Yeah, but I was easier because I could like cover myself with the blanket. Yeah. But uh, oh, do you love me? Oh, that's not a good one to laugh at. <laughs> at the end, Liz, who played Golda, gave me a little nudge once. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. And that made me like kind of giggle a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, it, it kind of worked for the the scene because there was that like playfulness there. But I I was yeah. totally not expecting it, and I, it, it it made me break character a little bit. Well, I, I know that the performance that I saw, I remember Jeremy had a line where he called you oh no. by mistake. Oh, he did. I did. I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> He was I talking, did, and I went with it. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. To be fair, I had just rehydrated from passing out, <laughs> and I was about to sing my song right after that. Oh, was, so, this was when I was off stage, or was I on? No, stage? this is me and you, and I'm like defending my like. It's right after my song, and it's whenever um, I proposed to Hoddle. Okay, and then I'm like. Reptevia. Yeah. But I said Reperchik. Ah. I didn't. But I, I went with it. I went with it. So. Dude, yeah. You played it off well because I, <laughs> I did not notice it. Well, luckily, only Jonathan <laughs> may have figured that one out. I, I was not. just watching Jeremy the whole time, just waiting for him to fail. Yeah. No, he Classic. I'm just a good brother like, like that. <laughs> no, he did. He was really good. Yeah. Was really he, good. Like, Everyone guys. was. Thanks. You were, I, I, was, I was very impressed with everybody's skill. And, um, well, except cool. for I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are, except for myself. <laughs> so, uh, there was one thing I noticed in the movie that I wanted to bring up, kind of okay. related to Andrew, what you were saying earlier near the beginning, where it's that opening sequence, and you're seeing him go through the town, and you see like Laser Wolf, and he's you know he's got his eye on on Zidal, yeah. stuff like that, kind of little subtle things in the background. There was one like really cool shot that I enjoyed. Um, it's the Sabbath prayer scene. And it's oh, where yeah. they invite like Perchick to like, come have like Sabbath dinner or whatnot with them. And they're all singing the song and they're all like sitting around the table. And there's this one shot of, I guess it's a scene after like Perchick has like talked to the middle daughter. What was her name? Hoddle. Hoddle. Yeah. So it was like after they had that like little interaction and she kind of runs away or whatever. And, they're sitting around the table and it's a shot of them singing the song or, and doing the prayer. And it's a shot from like behind his head. So you just kind of see the back of Perchick's head, but to the left and right of him is like the two daughters of like hmm. the ones that haven't been spoken for, you know? Yeah. And just in the middle of the prayer, you just see Hoddle just kind of lift her eyes up, like, like slowly and look at him and then smile. And then like goes like right back Whoa. down. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're but talking about. It was, about. it was this really subtle thing. It's like, okay, you know, like whatever he did, he just made an impression on her and she's, she's into it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, that's, that's the magic of the movies. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to like, get like that kind of interaction it's hard to show that when everyone's sometimes. on the stage yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. everyone's got a different camera a different you know point of view right you know? right exactly and i'm trying to like trying to think how you would even i mean you could have like hoddle and perchick accidentally like touch each other's hands or yeah. something but mm -hmm. like most people are even going to notice that because you don't have the 
the camera focusing on that thing. Plus, Ryan and Jamie were in between us, so oh, yeah. <laughs> that was their moment. We, we, we had plenty of time to do my flirting. Well, the the movie did it won three Oscars, I think. Yeah, really. and Best one of them was cinematography. So that was super. That, oh, it, it, it was shot very well. Like, yeah. who who was the cinematographer for that? You know, Oswald uh, Morris, close personal friend. Yeah, he's a fantastic. <laughs> Oh, yes, Oswald Morris. He's a fantastic cinematographer. What other movies has he done? I have no idea. Okay, well, uh, he did The Great Muppet Caper, so that's a score. That's perfect. (laughs) I guess he was Um, working with Jim Henson because he did The Dark Crystal also. Dude, I would kill for a Muppets Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, my gosh. That would be good. Time to cast. I hope hope somebody (laughs) somebody just happens to hear that and, like, pays you because that is a genius idea. All right, real (laughs) quick. uh, Muppet cast for Fiddler on the Roof. Go. Who is Tevya? Fozzie Bear? No. No. no, It's got to be a human, right? Kind of like, uh, kind of like Treasure Island or whatever. Yeah, we got to have one human or... I think Tevia needs to be a human. Okay, and then the the okay. Muppets are supporting cast. Right. Yeah, right, right, like right. Kermit would be Perchick. Perchick. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not marrying Miss Piggy. What Grover would be uh Yeah, Grover would be model, and then instead of a a tailor, he'd just be like, I can save up for my new dirt bike <laughs> to be a to be a daredevil. And then your father will respect me. Oh, you mean Gonzo? Wait, so Grover's on Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, but not God, Grover. I mean, he's, he's a mu- he's a Muppet <laughs> too, though. They're, yeah, they're get, related. They they all get kind of yeah, mixed yeah. up. I don't know which ones are allowed to be in <laughs> in the movies or not. Gonzo, that's the one I was talking about. Gon- yeah, Gonzo, yeah, Gonzo would, would be model. Yeah, right, Let's Rizzo do, the rat. Um, hmm. okay, I gotta look up Muppets. <laughs> <Let's> look up. <laughs> Oh, you don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of the Muppets like no, I do? No, 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 no. <laughs> Swedish Chef oh. is... Swedish Laser Chef Wolf. would be Laser Swedish Wolf. Chef. Yeah, yeah, that... Yep. Sam Sam Eagle can be Sam... Perchick. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> that would be funny. There's not that many female Muppets. No, Miss Piggy could be all of the daughters. That would be really funny. <laughs> With just different wigs on or something. Yeah. So what a diva well, there's, thing. There's Janice who's in like the Electric Mayhem. She'd be oh, a weird yeah. one. That's such Bun- a Hava. Bunsen Hava. Honeydew could be the priest. He could be the rabbi. The rabbi. And then, yeah, uh, rabbi. My bad. Uh, yeah. I guess. And then he could be the rabbi, and then Beaker can be um, Avram or the Mendel, the oh. the guy's assistant. So uh, who did Fozzie Bear could be the constable? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, sorry to tell you. It is, uh, so who did we settle in on Kermit? Did we decide on that? Um, I like, honestly, I kind of like Kermit as model. Yeah, Kermit and Miss Piggy as model and Zydel would. Okay, yeah. So then we have to find Yenta, which could be... Pepe the King Prom. <laughs> <laughs> where the real question is, where are we putting Rizzo? It's my favorite one. Rizzo, he'll be an original character. Oh, he could he could be uh, Fiesca. Could... <laughs> oh, 
and it'll be instead of fiddler on the roof it'll be animal on the roof with the drums dude yes drumming <laughs> oh, on the roof <laughs> well we'll workshop it we'll workshop yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> there aren't enough so muppets to pull this probably off probably not so who's going to be the human though that's a that's a key role right there oh who's going to who be, be who's going to be tevia tevia um Oh man, Jack Black. Well, that final answer. Jack Black's good. Um, <laughs> maybe. Uh, oh man. Um, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> this cursed casting. Oh no. It's cursed casting. <laughs> that is such an offense. Choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. It could be funny, could be interesting. Zach Galifianakis. Interesting. I don't know if yeah. he's got the serious chops. I don't know. Uh, Seth Rogen is who I was thinking. Yes, and oh. he's Jewish. Yeah, he did the like American Pickle act. and American Pickle. Perfect. I think I think he could pull it off. Yes. <clears throat> or we could have all human daughters, too, and then have all the suitors be Muppets. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> that goes against yeah. tradition. Yeah. Different species. Tradition. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Coming soon to Disney Plus. <laughs> the Muppets. Fiddler on the Roof. Starring Seth Rogen as Tevia. <laughs> Seth Rogen. I guess I'll have to Photoshop some. Some of the. <laughs> gonna work on that for the Instagram post. <laughs> yes. Uh. Okay. Um. So. Um. But. Going back to the movie, you guys were talking about the freezing aspect on stage a little bit yeah. before. Yeah. I thought it was interesting in the movie how it would basically every time that, you know, it would pause and Tevya would start like talking to God, you know, after like the couple, one of his daughters was going to marry someone or something, mm-hmm. it would always cut and like suddenly he'd be like very far away from them. Yeah. Yeah. That was something in the movie. That was, I just, you know, you don't ever see it like him, like walking slowly away and talking and monologuing. It was like a jump cut almost where he'd like, like, he'd be talking, looking one way. Yeah. And and then he would, he would like turn the other way and he'd, it would cut and he'd be like significant, like a a field away from them. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting, like creative choice. I I liked it. It's it's a good choice. And I think other than like the musical cues, because there's this Mm -hmm. like, little uh this cue for most of the times anytime mm-hmm. he would uh he would be doing his little monologues and mm-hmm. uh other than that cue it's it's if you were to black out most of the stage and like just like single spotlight on uh on tevia but mm-hmm. i th- i think it's really easy to like if, unless you have some kind of lighting distinction or something to maybe not get that that's like a monologue and mm-hmm. not just like him randomly yeah <laughs> just like I, saying stuff in front of other people yeah i think that um it's just two different avenues of of media and i think movies can play to their strengths and we don't have to worry about it we just do the normal normal theater stuff and it's just as good yeah i was gonna say the musical cues i think were enough like in the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah it helped um but there's in the show there's there was an there's an interesting moment where uh 
uh, Tevia is t- talking to Model, and I he wasn't talking; he was yelling at Model. But uh, <laughs> and they're quick. He's like, "You must be crazy. He must be crazy." Like boom, boom, boom. Like right, right, right. very fast moments of him talking directly to Model, and then like kind of breaking the fourth wall a bit talking to the audience yeah yeah th- those parts i i i'm interested in how they translate to the audience mm-hmm. um because again you're on stage you don't know if it's if it's yeah. playing that way to the audience or if it's confusing or not it is really weird watching the show from being in the show i've never I mean, i've never done Did that you before. watch the dvd no no i haven't done that yet I haven't gotten mine. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. I've been busy, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll all do a watch party. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I would be interested. And then you can do a you can do a podcast episode about the DVD. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's our bonus Patreon content. Right there. Yeah, I kind of was like itching to get out there and like watch the show during like. I mean, it was nice in the green room. We had the TVs going on, so I could see what was going on. But yeah, it's it a little different. Nice. I don't think I ever went to the green room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did to do my costume change for the wedding and put my knee pads on because I was in the bottle dance. Yeah. Um, the best and... bottle dancer, by the way. I don't care if anyone hears it. This guy <laughs> went without the safety net of the magnet. Every performance did not drop his bottle. I did he not. Could be on not. Broadway <laughs> as a bottle dancer. If I once once Brittany came up to me and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to do the bottle dance," I was like, "Okay." Um, as long as I put every that's that's the only important part because that's the only thing that really stuck out to me as a fourth grader yeah, was like, "Wow, I these are my shoes to fill now. I'm gonna do it as hard as I can." I honestly did not think it was possible. Really? I did not. I did not know that we had any sort of like dance talent. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have dance talent. I will say no, that I'm good you... at balancing, and I have a particularly square head. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out so great, and I was. Yeah. I Stu mean, did it one time cheered. on accident. What? It's a mindset thing, really. It because Stu did it on accident during one of the shows. He got the wrong bottle, and he still um. had it on. So, anyways, you should could do a whole TED talk on like the philosophy of forgetting <laughs> the the magnet during the bottle dance. Yeah, <laughs> just be like you have to have the bottle dance mindset. Um. So yeah, if the listener's not familiar with the bottle dance, there's in the spoiler alert, uh, Seidel and Model get married in the show, um, and during the wedding, after the wedding, there's a group of guys that dance with bottles on their head, like just like it sounds. And they go like, they get on the ground and they link arms and everything. It's really, it's really impressive not to like toot my own horn, but I was impressed (laughs) with all of us. No, that's Um, why I didn't think anyone would be able to do it. It was because like visually the bottle dance is, it's like you said, impressive. Like it is, it's one of those like showstopper moments where it's just like, Wow, that's insane. So I lucked out having 
the shape of the head that I had because the fedora <laughs> and being one of five guys, not Tevia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, and I, I can so... say, as an audience member, we were all like on the edge of our seat watching. Like, yeah, because like, even with the magnets, they were still tipping. They weren't stable yeah. at all. Um, <laughs> so like it looked really cool. Uh, but I was really happy about that. Um, but right after, so we have knee pads on during that, except for Jacob. He went without knee pads hmm. like a goat. <laughs> Not a goat, the goat. Oh, okay, I was like, are goats known for sliding? <laughs> <laughs> goats spend a lot of time on their knees. Uh, yeah. No, uh, we decided since we still had them on, our dance number right after that, like we, we take the bottles off, which by the way, during rehearsals, I did it probably nine, I think it was nine times in a row total of the bottle dance. And oh. I would every single time when I handed off my bottle over to like Jamie or Lee or whoever, uh, I would be like two in a row, baby. <laughs> or like three in a row, baby. <laughs> Five in a row, baby. And then <laughs> it just became a thing. I did it so many times that when it was time for the show, Jamie came up to me and was like, Hey, you need to, you just got to say it. I think yeah. it's part of the technique. It's if you don't do it, I think you'll drop it. I was That's like, all right, mm-hmm. sounds good. So you know, I did it the first night on Friday and I said seven in a row, baby. But my mic was on still. <laughs> 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 and I, I, I do that. And like Jamie's eyes go <laughs> like open wide up. And it was so funny. And then I just did my dance. But afterwards, um, we do our own little like clapping Jewish dance thing. And then me and Stu are sliding across the stage on our knees. So this, we're already like dog tired. We are, it, it is, we're sweating through seven layers. It's hot back there. Luckily we had LED lights, but it was still really hot. Um, and then that day, so Jamie would always hook us up on the way to rehearsals and make like iced coffee for us before uh, she we would carpool and usually she used almond milk and that night she was out of almond milk so she oh. stopped at a coffee shop and got us all um, lattes but with regular milk and I was like oh no I think I, I, I loved it I mean I, I drink it all the time so I didn't think there'd be a big deal but like I was telling Stu at like the beginning of the show like Dude, I'm not feeling it right now. I'm feeling a little off. Dude, I think you told me that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was you were right there. Um, yeah. And I just went through the whole show. Like I missed a couple lines, maybe, but I was just like something. My stomach was. You were it was just sitting in my stomach. Yeah. Uh, You're making cheese in your stomach. <laughs> yeah. It's that cheese that Tevya gave you. Yeah. That was some good cheese. That was some good cheese. Um, but I think that's the leading factor other than I wasn't drinking enough water, which I thought it was. But um, as soon as I stood up from the sliding across the stage on my knees, we like take our hat off and bow to the, the bride and groom. And I stand up really quickly and I just straight up black out and I fall on obviously the two smallest cast members, Anna Lee and Ruby yeah, <laughs> and I like hit my head. <laughs> I hit my head on the back of the set, and I'm like, "Oh, did I just fall?" And I get back up, and I join the group. Luckily, it was like half a second. I didn't really pass out. It was just blacking out and falling. <laughs> uh, 
and I was really dizzy, and I just acted. I was like, the show was going. Yeah, on, you recovered very well, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then I could not remember a thing. I don't think I remember. Uh, there was like one little tiny scene where the gifts are, and then there's another oh, dancing. It's, and not, then, it's not a tiny scene. It's a very yeah, it's a pretty big <laughs> scene. It's like the end, scene the, the end, last scene of Act One. <laughs> Yeah, it's when the Russians come in and completely yeah. destroy the wedding. And I get in a fight. <laughs> and I get fight. on the ground. and uh, So I was just like out of it. I barely remember any of that right now. Did he ever hit you? Um, No. I wish no. he did. I told him to. That would have been awesome. Hit me. Hit me. Method, <laughs> method acting. Yeah. He did. He did. Um, I, I fell. My mic thing fell out onto the stage and it like made a really loud noise. And I was just like, I picked it up to recover it. And I like held it on my chest acting like I got punched in the chest, even though I didn't, I was like, Oh no, my heart. <laughs> I got punched in the face. I don't know. It was funny. Um, and then I go backstage and I get handed like three bottles of water. <laughs> Cause people are concerned. And Jamie comes up to me and she's like, are you all right? And I was like, I, yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. And then she said I was blinking alternate eyes yeah. <laughs> like no, right dude, you and then left off off stage and i was pale <laughs> and i just it was crazy i'd never like passed out before yeah uh, not to not to share <laughs> too much but dude you were soaked <laughs> with sweat man i know you dude so like i had like i had wearing like like you just jumped into the like a lake <laughs> right i i was so sweaty and so what I had, I had an undershirt, which I don't know why I even had that. Yeah, should have. I thought it would soak up the sweat. Um, <laughs> my button up, my prayer shawl, then my vest, then my suit coat. And then I took the suit coat off and put a bathrobe on for the wedding scene. And I was just, it was miserable. <laughs> yeah. And then for my um, song on act two, like I had to go straight. I had 15 minutes to recover and then I had my proposal scene, my last scene of the show, and then my song. Um, so I had to recover really quickly. Um, so that I feel like that night was the epitome of the show must go on. And that's like the greatest theater experience I've, I've had, even though I did sort of black yeah, out. Playing um, through your injury, you know. Right. It, I had so much adrenaline from that. I was like, whoa. We're good. We got this show. It's great. <laughs> I might not be healthy, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, walk uh, it off. <laughs> so I that was a really cool, essential experience that I wanted to have, and I got it. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to almost <laughs> die on the stage so I could really <laughs> experience what it means to be in theater. <laughs> I guess, I guess. So I would say Friday... Best audience goes to Saturday show. I think our yep. best well put together show was actually Sunday. But I think my favorite show was still Friday. I don't know. Mm. I did I did remember coming out after tradition on Saturday and just walking downstairs and feeling like the energy from the audience was so much more intense. And I was like, on okay, Saturday? we got a show. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. No, Friday. No offense to the audience, but they were low energy. Yeah, like, they were pretty low energy, and it was it was difficult. 
I was like, man, is it is this show really that bad? <laughs> <laughs> nah. But but um, Saturday, yeah, Saturday was like, all right, yeah, good, good, good. And Saturday's energy carried over for me into Sunday. Oh yeah, I think that's why Sunday was my I felt my best performance. <laughs> Did you have any ad libs on accident? Oh, t- tons. Okay. I think it comes naturally sometimes. Yeah. Probably the second thing that I'm most proud of. I mean, obviously I'm most proud of my bottle dance and then my song, which isn't in the movie, by the way. How Your lame song? is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. So lame. Um, anyways, the thing I'm secondly, maybe thirdly most proud of was my ad lib in my teaching lesson. I don't know if you heard that one. Oh, did you do the thing that you said you were going to do? Yeah, I did it all three <laughs> nights, and it hit two out of the three nights. Oh my uh, gosh. Well, so during rehearsals, um, so I'm teaching, there's a scene where I'm teaching the two da- two youngest daughters, and um, I'm teaching them a lesson from the Old Testament, uh, Jacob and Leah, um, and I'm like the radical student, the college guy, who's a socialist, and uh, the, Liz, who played Golda, the mom, mr q's in one of the rehearsals so i was just standing there after finishing my lesson and i'm just like okay let's learn what's what's next <laughs> and i was like let's turn over to the new testament oh my and gosh. i was like what are y'all's thoughts on carpentry <laughs> and i just I, that just came out and then i workshopped it a little bit and i was like you know what i'm gonna start using that because it's so funny about my character. I'm, I'm the radical Jew. What's the most radical thing a Jew can do is teach Christianity. <laughs> That's probably pretty uh, radical. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. I'm, I'm very proud of that. And I got a laugh, so I was validated. Yeah, that one like went over my head in the audience. Did it really? Yeah. <laughs> I was happy enough to the get... People were talking about it, and I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was... It, my mic was going down anyways. It wasn't like... It wasn't supposed to be like a, a line line, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did get somebody come up to me after every uh, after every show and was like, hey, was that New Testament joke on purpose? And I was like, yes, it was. <laughs> it was not in the script, and I felt very happy. Um, um go ahead. from from the audience what what was your favorite joke from the from the show well i don't know if it's just like specific to the show necessarily but to the to the story yeah, overall yeah. i guess i mean a lot of the stuff that the tevia character does is really funny <laughs> um I, there's the line where it's like <laughs> would it, like would it be so bad you know to be a rich man or whatever and would it be some like uh, what I can't remember the exact line. Same. <laughs> you weren't Tevye. Oh, oh, per, per, okay. I'm looking. I looked up the quote, and and Perchik Perchik says, "Money is the world's curse." Oh and yeah. Tevye says, "May the Lord, the Lord smite, smite me with it, it, and I may never recover." <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. That Classic. one got me. Um, I also like the dialogue in the Matchmaker song when you know oh Zidal yeah is like talking about like are you sure you want to match like what if you know that song is hilarious and like i don't i mean it's a very cute very like pretty song and like if you don't take the a moment to like actually listen to the lyrics like the lyrics are wild <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> my favorite i think my favorite joke from that song and maybe even 
from the show is the uh like he's an alcoholic he'll beat you every night um but only if he's sober but only if he's sober so you're so all you're right, all right. <laughs> it's like this guy just That's is dark. constantly drunk and it's not the alcohol that so- makes him violent it's just him you know? yeah <laughs> but as long as you keep him drunk he's not gonna hit you yeah <laughs> like that is a very dark joke and yeah it took me a while to even like catch that joke mm-hmm. like going through the music and stuff and i was eventually yeah, like not wow that is dark yeah i also just love like tevya misquoting the bible all the time oh, oh yeah. that's pretty fun yeah <laughs> i think that's really good as abraham <laughs> said there's something about a chicken in there somewhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you say is your favorite songs from the show uh probably like my, now i have everything sung by project oh, yeah, the probably, one that's probably the, the movie. all the project music is probably the best <laughs> probably um, anyone any tell me that i sing no i'm just kidding um i think my favorite is if i were a rich wealthy man if i were a rich man that's, that's such the, a classic. That stuck with me from the movie days, song, right? and yeah, every yeah. single time, it's so good. That was my first introduction to <laughs> to Fiddler on the Roof was yeah. the Gwen Stefani song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, let me just say this here, Andrew, you did such a great job with like the duck and goose noises in that song. Oh, really? That oh. cracked me up every time. Oh, I appreciate so that because, like, uh, man, that is. That is the most vulnerable I felt on stage. Really? <laughs> I was trying to make the animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Every time I was just like, man, is they. Because I don't. There's not really enough time. I don't know. I don't think I ever heard anyone laugh at it. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody expects it. Yeah. And it's no. just like. It's really out of left field. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, that was. I, I appreciate you saying that because yeah. that was something I was very self-conscious about. <laughs> well, it was true. So I think the thing that I was probably most self-conscious about was dancing. Uh, the acting was fine. The singing was fine. But the dancing part, I did not. I also felt like... Um, also felt like the bottle dance wasn't necessarily dancing. It was more like choreography. Um, I understand and, what you're saying, but that's and funny. it was more like I'm not dancing here. I am trying to balance. That's my only thought. So I wasn't as scared, but like the stuff like where I was teaching Hoddle how to dance. I don't know if yeah. Jonathan noticed this, but she was pretty much leading me because I did not know what I was doing. And I'm so thankful <laughs> for Lee. She she did such a great job showing me how to dance. Well, I'm sure you only learned that dance like three days before the show, right? That's true. That's true. But still, <laughs> I I didn't. I'm not comfortable dancing, and yeah, I did I'm, a little. I got a little bit more. I got a little bit better, I'd say. But right. Another yeah. reason why I'm glad I'm not perfect because man, I did not want to dance. I just had to do my little my little Tevia dance, <laughs> and I. <laughs> It's like the guy who knows like one dance move and he just like yeah. <laughs> he just plays it out as best he can anytime he can pull it out. Literally on the on the logo he's doing <laughs> yeah, yeah. the dance with the arms up. But the, the like improvised part at the end of To Life. Oh yeah, that was of, that was probably my 
favorite part really in the show i had so much fun doing that and like just stumbling back and like forward i mean like to life yeah it was really fun it was so much fun for me yeah so yeah if you haven't gotten a chance to see the show go for it this really made me want to go see a live show and not be in it (laughs) yeah probably i mean i've i've gotten the bug now like i don't want to wait another year to be in another musical oh yeah dude like the next week i got on this facebook group for like yeah theater in nashville i was just like auditions 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 i had to like talk myself out of it like and you just put so much time and effort into the <laughs> yeah. show and like you need to uh you need to take a break. <laughs> but yeah, like, I guess we did end up talking about more of the musical than the movie, but that's usually how it goes. We talk about other things usually. Best part of the Oh, the movie has the scene where uh Perchick's actually in Kiev. Yeah, Isn't yeah, that? I didn't remember that at all. So, okay, this movie is three hours long. The show is yeah. three hours long, but they still cut some stuff out. Um, and this, it was hard to watch. I will say, the the second half was rough. And it's still a great movie. I loved it. Um, but I was like, when is this going to end? Oh, you're saying it, dra- it was starting to dr- drag on a bit. Yeah, well, because my, my character wasn't in it, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From like, because on on stage the second half flies by, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, the whole like, thing flies by because you're just focused on the next scene and who's in what and what, what we're singing and worrying about the dance moves and if we have all the props and everything. Right. Uh, but we're just sitting on the couch, not responsible for anything. So it it definitely has to sound seem slower in the audience than us. Yeah, the ending in general, though, very, <laughs> very sad. It, yeah, and it just, it kind of, it's almost abrupt. Because mm-hmm. they just get kicked out of their house, on out of their village. Yeah. And then they just walk off. Yeah. And Going like, to America. Yeah, it's, you're like, okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> a joke that I wanted to add into the show was uh whenever they're like <laughs> we we have to take a train and a boat uh i think it said it's the titanic <laughs> 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 which i know um, there's a, a couple years difference but like yeah it was close yeah it's close enough that that could have been a really funny <laughs> that's still <laughs> not <It's> a... like <laughs> we're gonna have way to get on the even more tragedy yeah yeah <laughs> because <laughs> they're poor so they're absolutely going to be the ones in the water dying that is so that, that you could that would have been fine that, <laughs> uh yeah it's just a sad ending very happy like like really funny and like home nostalgic like right right historical first half and then the second half is just like get out of this town you're done and like your life's mm-hmm. over you're you think your daughter's dead and your life is completely turned upside down. Oh yeah, and yeah, the the whole Hava thing at the end. That was which... scarier than the dream sequence. You yelling at Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> and in Dude, the movie. Honestly, like 
I, I hope I hope it was good. I hope yeah. like the audience liked it because like when I would come off the stage there, like I was like yeah still amped up from yelling at her and like emotionally tolling yeah like where i actually was like acting (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and uh, yeah i I really hope that it was at least somewhat effective um so we've got one last thing we want to do before we let you go um before we wrap things up and it is called the iq test Oh no. IQ stands for inside quotes. It's not okay. really an IQ test. So, and there's no wrong answers and uh we're just it's more of a survey. So Okay. okay. And John's got those questions. All right. Question number 1. What was the first movie you saw in theaters? Oh. The first one I guess I remember seeing in theaters was probably like uh Phantom Menace. Classic. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Good movie. Good movie. I bought like into like all of the uh product dump that they had where i oh, don't yeah. know if you, well you were what like two or something when that movie yeah. came out <laughs> but like yeah they they sold that movie hard mm-hmm. oh. uh, yeah i was into it i loved all the taco bell toys and all that yeah dude i it was it was fun time yeah and then i was nice. what like maybe a little bit younger than Anakin, but yeah. See, they, oh man. Okay. I almost went to a Phantom Menace rant. I'm not, we don't I'm have time for that type of podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Uh, if you want to listen to our episode of when we cover the Phantom Menace, go check that out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number two, uh, which do you prefer blockbuster or Hollywood video? Um, blockbuster, uh, Whenever I lived in Alaska a few years ago, they still had an operational blockbuster. This Dude. was back in like 2017. And I I went to like the blockbuster and I was just like, what is this? Because <laughs> they so like weird. disappeared a lot earlier, like state, mm-hmm. like where was it? Was it in Anchorage? Um, there was one in Anchorage. Uh, there one there was one in Wasilla where I lived. Too. Okay. Anchorage was the last one, I think, to close in yeah. Alaska. And they were just, like, selling shells and yeah. every single movie. And it was it was cool. But, yeah, it was, like, losing something. And then, like, oh, my gosh, there's this thing that <laughs> I grew up with. Nostalgia bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Blockbuster. Sweet. Cool. Question number three. What is the craziest snack you've ever snuck into the movies? Do you do you sneak food? Um, not, no comment. <laughs> it's okay. FBI is not listening. Safe space. No, I'm just saying. I, I've never sn- I've never snuck food into a... <laughs> we, so me and Jonathan, we, we try to be as outrageous as we can. Like we've done cookout trays. I've done like an entire Caesar salad. Like a Chipotle burrito, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Taco Bell. Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Okay. Yep. That is the safe answer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question number four. Uh, when you watch movies, do you watch them with subtitles on or off? Ooh. I watch, I watch them with the subtitles on. Amen. That's what we do um, too. 
yeah, yeah. If if I'm by myself, a hundred percent. If other people yeah. are around, then I'll, um, you know, slide into what's socially acceptable. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number five. What movie, in your opinion, is totally overrated? Oh. <laughs> oh no. It's no. It's not going to be that. <laughs> I was. Say it. Because it's it's based on books, and the movies are fine. Sure. But, man. He's talking Lord of the Rings. Somebody call him. Harry Potter. What? Oh. I, recently I've been very into, like. Let's just, just end this here. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear any I Harry know, Potter I slander. I, I agree. Know. Don't say anything. There is no <laughs> reason why anyone should want to live in the wizarding world. Sure. It is a awful place. People are thrown into prison without trial. And oh. the prisons that they're thrown into are no form of rehabilitation. It's only torture <laughs> and death. It's like, of course the dark wizards are going to want to come out and kill everybody whenever you don't feed them and torture them for... Oh, man. Yeah. Um, how is there how is there poverty in a world where magic exists like <laughs> yeah okay but that, that's that that's that's, that's that's the movies are fantastic like beautiful <laughs> movies but the story itself makes no sense if you just like think about it for 5 seconds <laughs> that's a good one we haven't gotten that one before no, yeah that's a, that's a good hot fired. take good hot take right there no, Lord of the Rings is fantastic. It's my, those are my favorite movies. Yeah, no slander there. Beautifully crafted world. I feel like I have to slander the Lord of the Rings movies just to get even. <laughs> I feel attacked. Yeah, I know. All right, one final question for the IQ test. Okay. Um, if money is no object, what movie theater snack are you buying? If money is no object, no object. Get whatever you want. From the snack bar, from the. I mean, that would just be the whole snack, bar, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a first. <laughs> we haven't gotten that one yet. Yeah, I'm just passing it out to everybody. Like, money's no object. <laughs> I'm getting the whole snack bar. To but life, I, you know. I know how much you love Harry Potter, so I'll just say, we'll take the lot. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, there was a a time when I would go see every. It was. It was a couple months where I, I would go see every new movie that would come out in theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my go-to was always Sour Punch Straws. So I think that's the answer okay. that... Sour Punch Straws. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I think that's the answer you wanted me to say. Sure. But <laughs> if money's no object, I'm buying the, the entire... No, your first sample. answer is what I wanted to hear. <laughs> that's that's, a, loop, that's hear. a loophole that nobody's taken advantage of yet. So yeah, that's a good ahead. answer. Yeah, we're, we're having a party in that theater. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Well, I scored up all of your answers for all the questions, and you got a score of 42, which is a perfect score on the IQ test. So. Oh, wow. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't get points to the, deducted for the Harry Potter comment. Nah, nah. There's no wrong answers. So. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for thanks for being on the show and everything, and thanks for having a killer performance as Tevya in real yeah. life. Thanks for being my you. papa in fake life. Yeah, you're a pretty okay son. <laughs> The best yeah. of the ones I had. 
On or off the record? On. Oh, I don't have children, so... <laughs> Literally the script. On the record. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, Jonathan, it is your turn to pick the movie. Yeah, and I'm tired of covering all these musicals, so we're, gonna, we're going back to my... It's one of my childhood staples here. Back to basics. And here's a clip. Mary had a little lamb, its fleece as white as snow. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Bubblegum, bubblegum in a dish. How many pieces do you wish? This is what happens when you design a code book at summer camp. I'm being called up. My country needs me. Yep. So where are we going? The Middle East. Russia. China. Downtown Seattle. Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge or online at BriceBridgman.com. If you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at InsideQuotesCast. Uh, if you have any suggestions for any future episodes, any movies you want us to cover, or just any Star Wars memes like Tyler Peterson sends us, go for it. Send us a DM. Um, and if you want to support the show in any way, check out our merch store. Uh, we have sweaters, we've got shirts, mugs, stickers, all of the above, gearing up for the fall. Um, so go check that out if you want to support the show. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to leave us a good review. Uh, five-star reviews and Yinta will give you a good match. Ooh. Like it'll be someone your own age. Good incentive. For a change. So, if you're looking, if you're looking, no pressure to get married or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening everybody we hope you enjoyed listening to us relive our childhood just as much as we have and for Andrew who didn't watch it as a kid his adulthood but uh, <laughs> he had that song on the iPod shuffle <laughs> yeah. but yeah and if you did enjoy listening to us talk about this for an hour make sure you hit follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode oh until then we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes to life. To life. L'chaim. Oh, yeah.